Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uctana, and today we'll be talking about how to implement your goals once you've discovered and clarified them in the Akashics. People tend to think in capital letters when working in the Akashics. They're looking for answers to the big questions, seeking their path in life, what are they here to do, and so on, which is great. Go big or go home, as far as I'm concerned. We spend so much time in our lives avoiding such things, distracting ourselves, being realistic and conforming. It's good to let all this drop away and go looking for some unadulterated essential truth about ourselves. In the Akashics, the capital letter answers are not hard to find at all. They're all around us, in our rooms, in communications with our animal guides, mentors, librarians, and others, and in our soul books. There's an embarrassment of riches in how much unfiltered, unmediated information we can access about ourselves there. Want to know why you chose this life? answers coming right up. Want to know who you really are? Yep, it's there. Just ask. Want to know why you're connected to this person or that? Right there in section six of your book. Want to know what's possible for you in this lifetime? All laid out. Just start looking around you. Finding those answers is rarely a problem for people when they start working in the Akashics. It's what comes next which can be a doozy. Well, for a majority of people it is. For some, the answers are just confirmation of what they've always known and a deepening of this understanding. The process then becomes a journey of exploration, which provides them more inspiration for the life they're already leading. For most people, once they've been shown the answers, I mean the answers they've been looking for, they're left with more questions than they had before. Like any good scientist or interviewer learns early on, how you ask the question is just as key as what question you ask, because it sets up the type of answer you're going to get. Ask a capital letter question and you'll get a capital letter answer. Great! Now what? Capital letter questions and answers are almost always missing things, such as instructional manuals, guides to installation, or an FAQ on how to connect them with your current life. It's like being Clark Kent all this time and suddenly being told you're Superman and then being told nothing else. What do you do with that? This is some of what everyone is facing this year. Last year gave us lots of capital letter answers to things in our lives sometimes whether we wanted them or not. This year is about the practical application of what we've learned. It's about finding out what we're free from, what held us back all this time, but now we have to move forward into a new version of ourselves and the life we create to support it. It's about having all the tools and means provided to us to build our dreams and desires 
But now we actually need to start building it. We've been given a glimpse of what is possible. Now what? Well, first, to implement things, they can't stay in capital letters. Capital letter answers are all like those inspirational posters from the 80s and 90s. You know, the cat hanging from the branch saying, hang in there. Though the kick in the butt we need to stop dinking around and start actually living our lives, or to stop living them halfway, stop living them in fear, stop all the things which keep us from being fully engaged in our lives, and to get us up and moving. Woohoo! What they don't do is tell us how to do that. So what do we do next? Well, in general, there are four practical steps to achieving any capital letter goal. The first one is to know that you'll achieve it. No reason to try if you're guessing at whether or not it's even possible. If you don't believe in you, why should anyone or anything else? Second, don't look at the goal as a whole, which is overwhelming and impossible to take in. Look at the goal as a logistical puzzle to be separated out into separate pieces. Seeing the mountain to climb as a series of smaller goals, sections to climb, brings the process down from Olympus and puts it within reach. Third, start looking at the goal practically. What steps will be necessary to get there? You don't need to know every single step along the way and have it all mapped out. In fact, you can't. You're not an eagle flying over everything untouched by any of it. You're standing in the middle of all the supplies and tools for your project. You need to roll up your sleeves and start building. You'll adjust the plan as you go because the next steps become clearer as you get going. Ask your animal guide, your mentors, your librarian, your personal guides, what the next practical step should be. They have those answers just as they have the capital letter answers. Ask and you shall receive. Fourth, start where you are. It sounds trite and silly, but so many people trip themselves up by saying they'll start over there when they get there in time someday, when they're ready and the stars align. But you're the only one who can be ready, and you decide when ready has arrived. It doesn't happen to you like an asteroid falling. It's a decision you make. If you never admit that you've arrived over there, or that everything you need showed up before you even got there, then ready never happens, and you never start the journey. So let over there be right where you are right now and the things you do this day be the start of the journey. Because you're already ready, aren't you? But what do I do first? Well, this depends on where you actually are in this moment. For some people, the first step is to claim your identity. So many of my clients are actually already artists, PhDs, therapists, yoga teachers, Tai Chi masters, entrepreneurs, body workers, Ayurveda practitioners, authors, CEOs, and so much more. 
But what they identify as is, I'm just a fill-in-the-blank. But someday I'd like to, whatever it is, if it's possible. It's something I've been thinking about for 5, 10, 15, 25 years now. Having an identity of just whatever they're doing to pay the bills, to fit in with expectations, to make their marriage work, to be what they've been told to be, prevents them from moving forward into becoming who they truly are. Oh, and that one other thing, fear. Fear of failure, fear of change, fear of negative feedback, fear of loss, fear. But in order to move forward, this is the first step. To stop saying, I'm just a whatever. And instead say, I'm a capital letter person. I'm a dancer, an artist, a yoga teacher, a therapist, and so on. The minute they say that, they call themselves whatever they truly are, It becomes true, not only for them, but for everyone around them. Terrifying on the one hand, but soul-fulfilling and gratifying and thrilling all at the same time. If this is where you are, start by just taking this one step. Say it out loud to yourself, and possibly one other person, and allow yourself to believe it. You'll notice a change right away. And the change will empower you to take another step. And step by easy and regular step, you'll have moved down your path towards being your essential self before you know it. For those who have already claimed their identity with their goals, but seem stuck in a rut, then it's time to do something different. Start with looking at the rut you're in. It's probably built on can't do anything about that sin. The only thing I can do in this situation is this, which are usually not true. They may have been true the first time you came across them, but now that's become an excuse to not do and not look and not evaluate. Can't move forward because you don't have the funds? Maybe you're looking in the wrong place or the wrong way at the situation. Can't get over the hump from this stage to that? Perhaps the hump is too large to go straight over. You might have to take it in smaller chunks. For example, you want to own and operate a yoga spa retreat center. Financially, you're not in a place to buy property and start building. You don't have the means to advertise, you don't have the clientele yet, and you don't have the reputation to build on. Most people stop at the money. They tell themselves, I have to have the money to do all these things, and I don't have it, so I'll flail around trying to find it, get stuck in my feelings of lack, and do something completely different, which never quite gets me where I need to be financially, and keeps me from doing anything else I want. Hmm. So, instead of doing that, why not start walking towards the big goal in much smaller chunks? For example, taking over someone's current practice as they leave it. Students already want the service you provide, a space is already available to provide it, and you'll be able to make new professional connections, which might lead to some financial backing or a business partner or two. 
all while you're doing what you're meant to be doing, teaching and practicing yoga. Oh, and money is coming in to pay the bills, too. It's a win all the way around with just one small step. Want to be an artist? Want to delve into your own voice and find out what you're capable of? Then why continue making craft fair items and the same jewelry everyone else, including small children, are making this year? Don't worry about shows and galleries and how much your work is worth. Just do it, as the saying goes. You can't know what you're capable of until you start doing. You can't sell any of your work if you haven't made any. It takes the same amount of time and energy to make a painting, which is the clear and honest truth of your soul, and the most fulfilling statement you've ever made, as it does to make the little pottery piece in a class you're taking because you don't know what else to do, and you have to be making something, or you'll repaint your kitchen for the fifth time. Or what if you're an author? You self-published, but things are going nowhere. You know there's a career in there somewhere, but you don't know how to go forward. But you do. You know all the places where things are stuck and where you need to stretch, and it probably isn't in the writing, although it could be. Time to talk with published authors, read blogs, contact those who've made successes out of working the system, and figure out your own route to the top, which will not be exactly like theirs, it will be yours. So stop making do and making excuses and take the first step. Once you do, the accomplishment will resound through you in ways which you can't even imagine yet and will benefit everyone around you as well. If you can't figure out what the first step should be, take those questions to the Akashics. You'll be stunned at how much detailed information and advice is there just waiting for you to access it. Not that your life is predetermined or anyone there can tell you what to do. You have free will, and so the choices and the actions have to be your own. But all the options, all the best practices and next steps are there for you to read and work with. All you have to do is ask. And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be looking into how to do healing work with the Akashics. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. Thanks. Bye.